listening to Caddy Wampus. I'm Corey. I'm Brian. I'm Steve. And uh, we watched a lot of uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and we all have turtle power now. This was... Is that contagious? Turtle power. Unfortunately, there's no known vaccine <laughs> for turtle power. I think it's more contagious when you're a kid. I know I was definitely a fan of the cartoon series, and I definitely had the toys. Never saw the movies, and I would sometimes randomly watch the cartoon series, but never in any kind of order, so... You live a charmed life where many of the pop culture things that, that we are familiar with, you were, you were blissfully unaware of. They, they just, just eluded by. <laughs> uh, I was extremely into the Ninja Turtles when I was a kid, mainly the cartoon. Uh, I definitely saw some of the movies, but the cartoon was my favorite. I had all, all kinds of different action figures, little pl- play places with plastic pizzas. I had the van, and it shot pizza do- pizzas out. And it had Not manhole covers. Not manual covers. Continuity. Okay. And uh, there was some kind of playset where it had green ooze that came out of it. It wasn't like Play-Doh. It was more like uh, Silly Putty. Okay. Okay. Not not Silly Putty. Was it like recreating their origin? I, okay. No, I think it was actually you were supposed to kill Shredder by putting <laughs> turtle ooze on him. Like rolling him in toxic yeah, I waste. I guess I don't know. You're supposed to take him out. This, these the sound slow, like horrifying toys for the children. slow, painful way. <laughs> sounds like a real mess. I'm sorry for all the parents everywhere that had to deal with these toys. Yeah, and and having movies. children conditioned to murder. Pick a fad from when from the age when we were growing up. I probably fell into it at some point. So Ninja Turtles was no exception. I was absolutely obsessed when I was a kid. Raphael was my favorite. When I moved into my new house when I was about five or six years old, my parents let me paint one of the walls red because he was my favorite. (laughs) Because in the cartoon series, he wasn't an asshole like he was in the movies. He He was just, he was just, (laughs) yeah. It's true. (laughs) He was just a smart ass, and I think that's what I enjoyed. We selected we selected what we, what we considered would be the the finest qualities of Ninja Turtles, <laughs> based on our memories. <laughs> and started with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles the movie from 1990. Aged like fine milk, it did. Honestly, it reminded me a lot of other films that came just out of the 80s. I was reminded a little bit of that Super Mario Brothers movie that came out, I think, around the same time, and I just didn't like it that much. It wasn't that fun. <laughs> Everything else was great, but this one was just kind of slow and boring. Also, there's murder in it, but that's another topic. There's there's a lot of murder, presumably children. It was not as entertaining as I remember. <laughs> I was extremely excited to watch it because I haven't seen it in probably ten years. Yeah. Uh, I might have gotten it confused with the second movie. You weren't enthralled I'm, by Raphael I, unconscious in a bathtub I, in the middle of the I woods. Did not did not love his costume being flipped upside down in a bathtub. This is friends <laughs> Shiva. Honestly, as a kid, the more I watched the film, the more I. Yeah, when you sometimes experience something and you end up with like a repressed memory coming back. Like abuse? Yes. <laughs> well. Like those children smoking cigarettes? Yes. Uh, oh, I actually fair. slowly, as we were watching the film, I was like, oh yeah, this movie kind of scared the shit out of me as a child. Well, yeah, because, because, because grim looking, fetishistically dressed adults basically keep children in a Thunderdome and brutalize them day in and day out as they smoke cigars and cigarettes and steal wallets through 17 different hands and and splinter's tied up like he's in hell world oh yeah <laughs> splinter they're weird Chained they're to weird a slave <laughs> that they just beat when they need answers the very first scene of that movie had a total of six handoffs for that one stolen wallet 
Well, it's interesting. But it ended with a ninja hand, so the payoff was great. It was. It was <laughs> worth it. It's like a metaphor for the movie itself. It's very low rent. Like, like this is not high stakes, like, superhero stuff. Shredder's whole goal apparently appears to be the reselling of stolen and third-party goods. Plus, he, plus petty theft on the streets of, like, wallets. Like, it's a real pre-Giuliani New York where it's like, the mob is sort of gone. That's not really the issue anymore. And now it's just kind of Frank Ninjas. Miller, Frank Miller t- street toughs it's, <laughs> with no real goal. And Shredder has no plan. Like, this was his plan. It's like it's, a modern day Dickens. It's like a, he starts yes, his own band of cockpit pockets. <laughs> this is his plan. Well, he has know, exactly what he wants. That was my other problem is you don't know anything about Shredder. And, or the turtles don't even know Shredder exists until the last five minutes. Uh, see, I would counter the audience knows everything they need to know about Shredder. Yeah. Because literally, he has no grander aspirations. His you, plan is to abduct children turn them into ninjas and have them steal stuff Bazooka that presumably <laughs> they ship they ship to other places and sell he is living the dream he yeah. got everything he wanted Sony and the TVs tr- and Archie comics and the t- that's what was in that warehouse and the turtles, turtles. stumble upon it and don't really thwart his plan as much as they beat up a bunch of the children that Shredder has sent up after him and then they murder Shredder well Splinter technically murders Shredder they throw him into they throw him off of a, off of a roof and then Casey Jones flips a switch on a trash compactor, and Shredder is unceremoniously murdered. And, and then cops show up and do literally nothing. And then everyone walks away. But it's fantastic because that kid was Sam Rockwell. That is so <laughs> weird. <laughs> that blew my mind. <laughs> well, I think the movie's fascinating because it's not a lazy movie. Because I think at first I thought, oh, it's going to be like nobody gave a shit. But like, there's a strange amount of directorial variety in the movie where like, there's the diegetic lights that go away for Shredder to tell his stories and it becomes this weird black void. And like, that's like in camera effects. There's these weird quick cut sequences. There's sped up stuff. There's strangely dramatic sequences and then strangely comedic sequences. Like, the movie's all over the place, but like, in almost like like a, like a Tommy Wiseau like where it's like it's this like tone deaf thing where it's really trying everything it can you know to be a movie. I guess the guy with I guess the only character with an arc is Raphael, right? The, of the turtles, like there's the there's it really the, yes. Raphael is the kind of the main character. He you has could say that maybe April does when she's giving her little diary reading at the cabin or the the house in the middle of the woods that entire her little house on the prairie yeah. narration where they, they leave for six months to think about beating the bad guys that they well, don't know about was yet. it a day was it two days was it six months it's well, not really clear. it seemed like a long summer but then they come back and and he goes hey this pizza was there the other day and i'm like what do you mean the other day like it's september you're talking about april like like or what are you talking about like last week it was long enough to develop mold one of the things I kind of didn't remember about the movie, it didn't really even occur to me, is that there actually is, like, a weird protagonist, and that is, like, Raphael. Because April, like, has a lot of screen time, but she doesn't really grow or change. Like, new information is presented to her, like, oh, there are turtles. I was right. There are ninjas, and also, surprise, there are turtles. They stop the the street gains and the, and the street toughs and the multi... The multi-UN uh, The multinational... So that it doesn't come off as racist, because there's one of every race um, in the street game. Um, and so, presumably, it's got to be, like, after midnight, 2 a.m., 3 a.m., 4 a.m. They come back, and Raphael goes, I'm going out to see a movie. He puts on a trench coat and a fedora, like Ben Grimm, and goes to, I believe, Central Park, 
and just starts assaulting young men and um and comes back and splinters like a dad in the corner with the lights off and he turns the light on and he's like where have you been Raphael and they have this conversation and it's all about how he's like a loner and can't control his anger and can't really think things through and has all these problems and then you know um he's brutally injured in the movie they have to run away from the city and they, um, after he heals, they all like meditate and come back. And it's all about them learning to work as a team in Act Three. And it occurred to me like, oh my god, like Raphael, like actually, like he's the only one with an arc. It seems like the out second of all three movie of we them... we watched had had the basically the exact same arc. <clears throat> but like, in, so in Secret of the Ooze, for anyone who's seen it, is there? I don't believe there's an arc. It's is Vanilla Ice an arc? So Vanilla Ice had the arc. <laughs> yes, it's true. He started <laughs> believing there were no turtles, <laughs> and then he ended. Singing with the turtles. Yeah, he so he made up a song on the spot once learning there were turtles, and through the power of song, they defeated the super shredder. Did we watch this today? No, yeah. it's a fever dream. I'm describing. <laughs> Don't worry, it's okay. not real. Um, okay, good. It's the sequel to the film we just watched, which we were debating between the original and the sequel, and we I, I think we made the right call because I think the second one is just so much like it's just very nonsensical. I mean, literally, I just described the Vanilla Ice cameo. So that that's about the gauge. That's that's your gauge of where the movie's at. Was there any other villain other than Super Shredder? There was Toka and Razor. The... Which were discount Bebop and Rockstar. Yeah, that's yeah. What... Okay, yeah, I don't remember that at all. Well, I don't know which one's which, but one's like a snapping turtle and one's like a wolf or something. No, yeah. I remember. I had an action figure of the wolf. I, I was trying to think back to, like, 19, 1990, and, like, it was, like, three years after the cartoon came out. It's just now becoming, like, turtle mania. I was a little baffled by um, how serious the movie took itself. That I was kind of shocked we didn't get, like, a like a steal. Or, a, like, I was kind of shocked the movie was a movie. Or tried to be a movie. I, I, I'm shocked it wasn't more like Secret of the Ooze or the movies we watched after this. As I'm on record as saying, that movie scared the hell out of me as a child. So, I believe... I liked it as much as a small child that's afraid of something can like something. This movie cost $13 million in 1990 money. How much money do you think it made? <laughs> I'd say it probably capped out at about 25 to 30 I, I was going to say maybe 15 I was going to say 14 It made $202 million. Good <laughs> lord! This movie made almost 20 times its budget. <laughs> well, no wonder there was a sequel. I'm shocked there weren't five of them. <laughs> Just well, on the strength of that. Now, now on that, how much did the third movie make? The second one made $78 million and the third one made 42 What was the budget on the third one? Uh, the third one cost 21 and the second one cost almost 25 They still got double margin on that. I know yeah, you got to make like three times. You got to make like three times your budget. Remember, in Hollywood, you don't actually actually make money on movies according to the accountants so elias codius as casey jones is probably the last thing we're going to talk about in this movie so I, I remember when i was a kid uh and still recently i thought casey jones was my favorite part of ninja turtles kind of a badass he doesn't have any powers or anything he's just a dude with a mask doesn't take the, no for an answer one might say <laughs> doesn't take no for an answer and that uh that one scene in the house in the woods where he just kind of tells april nope you're gonna sit here and i'm gonna rub your shoulders there's that time where he looks at Master Splinter like he's going to fuck him. <laughs> it's a real early version of the creepiness you're going to see from Elias Codius in future roles. It's something I, I don't begrudge any actor for getting work, but I always am thrown when I see somebody in a movie, especially like a, a ostensibly kid-friendly movie. It's like Ian McGregor when I see the trailer for Christopher Robin, and I'm like, I've seen all of you, Ian McGregor. Like, all of you. And he's like, hello, Pooh. And I'm like, that's so weird. <laughs> 
It didn't help that to kind of like ease the weirdness of that scene. The turtles pop in the room for a second. He's like, hey, I've got turtle wax. Michelangelo's like, hey, what you guys doing? Anyway, I found the turtle wax I'm going to put on my organic body. Oh, it was disturbing. But overall, I'd say this film was a positive experience. I give it three out of four shells. Nope, we're not doing that. I refuse to use your ratings. Very well. That makes, yep, that's fair. We're going to abandon that immediately. Uh, So one out of four shells. Oh, the system's over? The no. system's over. No, but Steve, no, Steve vetoed it. No, I, Steve understandably vetoed it immediately. I give it a five out of seven. Five. Out, there's not seven turtles. But there's Splinter and Casey Jones. They're not tur- They don't have shells. Maybe. Get your well, head out of your ass. Work, I no. give it three Maybe. chain-smoking teenage ninjas out of thirty. I give 30. it three Sam Rockwells. <laughs> Three if, bowls if, we're, if, we're going out of, if we're going out of four, I'd say maybe a two. Maybe. Well, what's the metric? So is the metric every turtle movie? Are we comparing the franchise to itself, or are we saying like in the realm of cinema? <laughs> no, probably to itself. It's not fair to, to compare it to the realm of cinema. <laughs> so four shells would be the best Ninja Turtles film you've yeah. ever seen. Yeah. Zero shells would be the worst Ninja Turtles mm-hmm. film you've ever seen. And then everything falls on that spectrum of zero to four shells, which is really then a five-star system, if we're being honest with ourselves. <laughs> It gets one shell because one only shell. one turtle was the star of the show. Yeah. Although, I, I think Michelangelo had a few good quips. <laughs> okay, but the, the movie wasn't about him at all. No, 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 no. But you don't Actually, want it to be about Michelangelo. You want him to be the flavor to the You want him to be the spice to the soup, one might say. The turtle soup. It's like Raphael and his gang of turtles. Which which really threw me for a loop because he's not actually the, the quote-unquote leader. Yeah, but the movie's never about the leader. The X-Men movies aren't about Cyclops. <laughs> I don't know, that's... that's kind of the problem I'm starting to see with Ninja Turtles as we've been watching them. Like, it doesn't seem like they do anything with the characters they have. They might be a little flat one note. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like, yeah, you're not going to make a movie about Michelangelo because you're just going to end up with, like, a fucking Project X, like, party don't, house movie. Don't say that out loud because you you just you just unlocked the secret to the <laughs> Turtles cinematic universe where each one of them is going to get a solo film. This it's is like separated that, at birth. That ill-fated, that ill-fated King Arthur universe where each one, each one of the round table was going to get a movie and they were all going to meet later. That doesn't sound like a good but idea they, at all. They each it was get a trilogy. The Guy Ritchie, that, that Guy Ritchie Keen, movie, Keen Arthur movie was the was the start of that, which honestly isn't the worst movie ever made. It actually has a little bit of Guy Ritchie flair. It's kind of entertaining. Like it's a big stupid Hollywood blockbuster. It goes, it's actually fairly entertaining with some, with some fun sequences. I saw the trailer and had no interest at all. I, uh, coming around to Charlie Hunnam. I've never watched Sons of Anarchy, but, um, He's all right. It's fine. Anyway, speaking of failed franchises, not, not enough. a solo entry in the Turtles franchise, not tied to a TV show, not tied to any other movie, just called TMNT, which we already know who the Turtles are, or we're meant to know. Shredder seems to be a fan of the past since his helmet is on a mantle of all their trophy kills. Yeah, I think they um, mentioned he was just defeated at yeah. some point really early in the film. So it kind of implies this is like a, a follow-up or a sequel, but there was no movie immediately preceding this. It reminded me of, of the Marvel Incredible Hulk film. And it's like, a version of a Hulk movie happened before this. Don't ask too many questions. Who's <laughs> Ang Lee? I don't know who that is. That's kind of what I like about it, in, in a sense that... As a turtle know, aficionado, you don't need no origin. As, as long as you know that there's four turtles, they come out of ooze, and sometimes they fight bad guys. As long as you know that going in, it's it's nice to have something that doesn't have to have half the movie be origin, build up a bad guy, and then move on. Both of you, Brian and Steve, saw this in theaters? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. 
How? I, I assume they went to their mo- local multiplex and went, a ticket for TMNT, did you see it together? Yes, we held hands and shared a bucket of popcorn. Yeah. I wish you did. I bought the ticket, he bought the popcorn. <laughs> I cut a hole in the bottom of the bucket. Don't ask too many questions. Don't be a Casey Jones. <laughs> <laughs> he was very less rapey in this. No, no, he seemed like a polite gentleman. But yeah. then again, Chris Evans played <laughs> This one was a lot of fun. Really? Okay. We, we kind of jump into the action. We have a brief intro sequence kind of showing what everybody's up to. Not too long, not too drawn out, just enough so you know, hey, here's what each of the characters are doing. Here's, you know, where they're going, and let's just kind of jump into it. So there's a little bit of an intro, but after that, it's pretty much all action. <laughs> Aside from my complaints about some of the bits of the animation, <clears throat> the lighting. <clears throat> uh, the animation was tough. I found it hard to, to watch. Like, I mean, like, physically hard. to Like, my eyes it, were having a tough time watching it. It reminds me of Clone Wars. Also, structurally, I found it to be a little slow. Mm-hmm. Like, I actually felt like it was longer than the 90 film. And in reality, it's like 10 minutes shorter. It did feel long. It's really divorced from its own mythology. Like, it doesn't feel like, like as far as I know, like that's not from the animated series, the, the villains or anything. So I think that was their attempt at bringing it back. And they put the movie out. I might be wrong, but I think after that movie, we got a game based off that movie. And then I think a new animated series wow, picked off. a 2007 movie tie-in game. I bet it yeah. was great. Yeah, it was, it was <laughs> I bet it was one of the best games ever made, and in <laughs> no way a, a short, rushed cash grab. But I think truly after... Superman 64. <laughs> Ooh. That was better than that. But I That's think... not hard. I could make a game right now better than Superman 64. <laughs> CG was not very high quality and definitely did not... I don't know if this was a trend of cartoons in general at the time, with that sort of deliberately... It, I'm using this word carefully, deliberately lower quality CG. I just felt like that was really popular in like daytime cartoons around that time. Still um, came in better than Food Fight, though. Because Food well, Fight was movie, clearly a money laundering Yeah, scene. that movie, supposedly <laughs> the hard drives got deleted and, and lost. Does, it, does, anyone know, does anyone else know what we're talking about? No. Brian, Food Fight. Okay, Food Fight, it, quick diversion, everyone. If you haven't yeah. seen Food Fight, Count yourself lucky. Um, <laughs> yes. Food Fight is a kind of Toy Story ripoff. It's the what you don't know what X is doing while you're not there genre. Oh, your toys are alive when you're out of the room. Well, this is grocery market food and products. So um, it's sausage, it's sausage Fest. It's but before, yeah, but it's like 10 years before Sausage right, Party. Okay, right. Supposedly what happened is half, the movie was well into being animated and the drives were destroyed or stolen. Like they what? lost the movie, allegedly. The more common thought process at this point was that this was all money lost. That it's the equivalent of burning down your house for the insurance yes. money. Well, we can't. Who could, who could say? No one. None of us were there. None of us were in the food fight. No, I re- uh, but it's refused this, it's to be it there. Really ill-fated movie that basically is about it's Casablanca, and the Nazis in this are the store brand. You know, like the generic brand. So like Kroger, like Kroger brand stuff or Target brand stuff, which I love the, yeah, they're the evil ones. The affordable, cheap alternative is the evil and, you know, the, the, uh, against the good, honest people at Pepsi. Who greenlit this? <laughs> I don't remember. The thing to note about Like this all is, evil, it willed itself into existence. Right. And the was thing, it really an accident? Can you really tell me with any degree of certainty or uncertainty that you don't think that someone deliberately ran an RMRF forward slash on this? Because it sounds I, like it deserved it. The um, thing to note about this film is if you ever get a chance to just watch the trailer. You remember Beast Wars mm-hmm. way back when? You'll the yearn. animation is so much worse than that. You'll yearn for a Beast so it's War. it's like a re- reboot? 
it makes re- for yeah, a reboot. reboot was fantastic. There, there is a character played by Christopher Lloyd, basically playing the exact same character. Spoilers for Food Fight. The exact same character in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. So in Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Christopher Lloyd turns out to be a, a, a tune in disguise. He's a human, but he's really a tune. Same shit. He's a human, but he's really a food product. That was a hot um, dog the whole time. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 um, and Christopher Lloyd, the animation on him coming in and like his black coat, like it looks like those weird outtakes you see from like anime, other animated movies where you're like, oh no, the eyes shifted eight feet away, except it's like in the movie. It's like the real adventures of Johnny Quest whenever they would go into the CG world. Wow. <laughs> that was awful. I remember that show, yeah. but I don't remember them going into a CG Any, anytime world. Anytime they went into, they had like some kind of VR thing that they went into to solve mysteries or something. I, it's, it's I don't recall, years, but... but so, like, like, what, like VR, like what, like Batman's augmented detective mode maybe. in like the Markham games? No, it was more like just their magical mystery VR world that they just went into. I, maybe I'm misremembering, but John, the real adventures of Johnny Quest, they still traveled the globe, they right? They still and did had adventures, that. But then there was also VR then, then adventures. There was occasionally just like, hey, look at this computer-generated image we can make for you. Oh, I wish I hadn't looked at that. <laughs> Who was? What was the name of the girl they invented to make sure everyone wasn't gay? What? What? So, so this is a thing. This I is... just remember Haji, so I'm gonna say Haji. <laughs> <laughs> Haji's from there. No, they gave there was a there was a young a young girl come on who I think was like a race's niece or something. On the real adventures of Johnny Quest, they invented a female character. I mean, they're all invented. They added a <laughs> as opposed to the real Johnny Quest. Um, no, they're all. Um, uh, they they added a female character to to give Johnny kind of a will they won't they you know, like, like like there's a long history of animated stuff particularly being deathly afraid of of, of the implication of homosexuality. Uh, yeah, Johnny's always hanging out with Haji. Yeah, look who can be started on race and Doctor yeah. Quest. Although there is the famous scene of Aunt Harriet in the '60s Batman show. Dick, I don't recall this. Oh, this is great. He's a, the Doctor. Frederick Wortham, Seduction of the Innocent Book, which outlined why comic books caused delinquency in the 50s, pointed out that Batman promotes homosexuality because Batman, Robin, and Alfred are just three men who live in a house, even though Alfred is clearly the father, adopted father, adoptive father of Bruce, and Bruce is clearly the adoptive father of Dick Grayson. They were like, that's too gay. The, the DC's slam dunk solution was, I had a woman. Uh, Dick Grayson is an aunt. Why he has an aunt and is now still an orphan is beyond us. Aunt Harriet's always there with Alfred being like, what were you boys doing? She doesn't know they're Batman and Robin, by the way, is the other twist. Unlike Alfred, who is, you know, their collaborator, she is blissfully unaware of, of, of the two boys' adventures. So she's like, where are those boys always going? Which makes it sound way worse, by the way. <laughs> I almost wonder if that's, like, throwing shade. No? I'm, I'm sorry, Aunt Harriet, but... Dick and I have to take an unexpected fishing trip. You boys and your fishing? <laughs> that literally is what happens. Wow. I'm sorry, Aunt Harriet. I know we were in the middle of a conversation, but uh, we have to go into the study for several hours. Do not come in. <laughs> That's Aunt Harriet. So, Aunt Harriet, but it's a common thing that they'll do. Like, so, like the real adventures of Johnny Quest gave Johnny a love interest. Oh, I believe is I think it's Jesse. I want to say it's Jesse Bannon. That seems lazy, but okay. <laughs> it seems lazy, and therefore it is. It's therefore I will accept bets? that as. Who kid. wants to take bets on whether or not it's Jesse? <laughs> the real adventures of Johnny Quest, and then we'll get back to Turtles. I promise. Clearly, we have nothing to say about the 2007 film. It's I don't even hate it. It was just my least favorite. It's unremarkable. Is it anyone's favorite? Uh, I 
still enjoyed it. Yeah, I still you, enjoyed you, it. Your, you'd say it's the winner tonight. Yeah, I'd say, in my opinion, it's still the winner. Yeah. I mean, if you asked me to do the 1991 or the 2007 right. one for like a background, I'd probably pick the 2007. You know, for my background movie. Because of the sweet, the sweet, sick pop beats that they drop in the movie. <laughs> if I'm not watching it, it's not terrible. It's not terrible. Jesse Bannon. Yeah. Jesse with an I. Uh, oh, well, never Jesse, mind. Jesse IE. Jesse Bannon, age 15, was characterized to be just as tough, smarter, and more thoughtful than Johnny. Man, Real Adventures of Johnny Quest has a real fan on Wikipedia, because that is the actual description somebody wrote. <laughs> oh, although Race is her father. Oh, well, then He's that, had that, sex with a woman. Th- that plugs that hole for him and uh, Dr. Quest. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, don't worry, everyone. He had sex with a woman. Everyone relax. He had sex with a woman. <laughs> once. <laughs> At least once. At least. Why are these things even important, though? Who cares? Uh, people have been afraid of gay people for... I'm going to go with at least since Elizabethan times and probably earlier in Western I'm culture. I'm going to say roughly about the same time that the Puritans landed at Plymouth Rock. So that wraps up 2007. And this most recent one was a sequel. This to... was a sequel to, so that we're here. We're at the Michael Bay produced, although he seems pretty hands off of the second one, particularly. I don't know how hands on he was on the first one, too. Other than a few car chases and explosions, it and especially that plane, that whole plane the, sequence was very Michael Bay. Kind of, okay, the, so, the larger so, than life spaceship being constructed above the city. I mean, honestly, if I was to take a still from any point in that yeah. sequence without the turtles directly in the frame, I would have assumed it was transformed. Exactly. Yeah. Are you sure? Nothing racist or sexist was happening in those frames, so you might want to. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> so we, we watched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows, which is the sequel to the 2014 uh, Ninja Turtles film, which is just called Ninja Turtles. They've added the Teenage Mutant back. And you can see a real redirect, because the, for those who haven't seen it, the 2014 one is much more in the vein of the, trans, particularly the first Transformers film. And I wouldn't say it's adult, but it's definitely more of a PG-13 vibe. It's the gritty reboot that didn't work out. So this is them trying to recalculate and clearly make a more, like, kid-friendly movie. Uh, particularly, you can see that with, like, Bebop and Rocksteady, who seem, like, made for a child audience. Mm. I kind of liked it. I kind of had fun. Everyone except Brian is looking at me in a way that implies they did not. So I didn't hate it. It gave me Ninja Turtles. <laughs> it's what I wanted. I, I, a couple of things I liked about it. One, I had an easier time telling them apart. They all have like a distinct, not even, not even well, personality, not just but like what they personality, wear. Personality, design, everything is just a little bit more distinct. And I liked, I never noticed it the first time I watched it, but I liked that Donatello, who supposedly... He's not as jacked as everybody he's not, else. He's not jacked at all. No, like, he's, he's like still, live and thin, yeah. Yeah, and I didn't notice that last time, but the fact that he sits at a computer and works on tech most of the time, uh-huh. and then now, you know, he's half the size of yeah. everybody else. This, this Here's what I liked about it. Um, for better or worse, these are Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. This is the only time they felt like teenagers instead of seven-year-olds. Hmm. That's fair. And, and that, to me, is like was new. I was like, oh, they're like teenagers. Like, even something as simple as in this movie where they all, like, put their hands together and Turtle Power one of them goes, like, the truck. And the, the way but the way they bicker after that, they're like, what do you mean the truck, man? Like, and they just, like, it just felt more um, naturalistic isn't the word, but I guess authentic in the sense that I'm like, oh. Now, granted, you might say it's, ill-conceived to make them actual teenagers because teenagers are generally obnoxious and unlikable but it's been in the title since the beginning so i'm i kind of liked that as a change of pace i i had seen the movie before and when i Uh when i saw it in theaters i did not care for it i I thought it was one of the worst 
things I've seen Ninja Turtle related. Michael Bay ruined your childhood. But going back and watching it again, especially after seeing the older movies, which I had fond memories of, mm-hmm. uh, I found this one to be way more enjoyable. Yeah, no, I don't feel like I could still be watching it. I, I don't know. I that was what that actually felt like one of those films where I was, you know, looking at my watch, going, "How much of this is left?" I wonder mm-hmm. if you had seen the 2014 one, if you would appreciate this one more. It's possible that Brian and I, having been through. The Holocaust that was the 2014 <laughs> one, if Holocaust were boring, which I didn't realize well, now is see, not an apt metaphor. Um, I, I thought that I had liked the 2014 one more, mm-hmm. um, but now after rewatching this, I think I was getting scenes from both movies right. mixed up. And, which yeah. is easy to do. I could see they're, that happening a lot. very similar. It reminded me a lot of G.I. Joe Retaliation. So, like, there was those two G.I. Joe movies, and the second one is a complete course correction that doesn't feel like the first one that really just reworks the the first one and actually gets rid of a lot of side characters and brings in new side characters. Because, yeah, Whoopi Goldberg did not return for this movie. And all of a sudden, Laura Linney shows up and is like that, you know, and like Will Arnett is sidelined in this movie, whereas he was a main part of the action in the first movie. That, like, like, which, which I like Will Arnett, but that's a miscalculation. You don't watch an Ninja Turtles movie and go, wouldn't it be great if Will Arnett was also there? Like, that's not... You don't want that. I'm, I'm glad he was only in maybe, what, three scenes in the entire movie? Yeah, I think that's about right. It, he he doesn't need to be there. Every no. every scene with him could be cut. Yeah, he already has. He already plays Batman. He already plays another comic book character. Although we forgive Chris Evans for playing, like, 17 comic book characters. Do we, oh, do we not forgive him? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's going to be like, oh, maybe we don't forgive no. him. How dare you? How dare the human torch? He ruined play. that guy from The Losers. <laughs> Whatever his name oh, wow. was. I forgot about that. Yeah, he's in The Losers, one of Idris Elba. Yeah. And Zoe Saldana. I mean, it was fun, but, you know, maybe I just don't like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's fair. That's that's something <laughs> that's... I started thinking about while we were watching it does, movies. It does make you question what the hell we were thinking at six years. I mean, My, you always go, well, you're like dumb as a kid, but you're like watching this going, man, I was really dumb. I, I didn't really like it, and I still don't really like no. it. I can't even imagine liking it as a young... I understand why some people do. I, I, like, I like the action... The best parts of this movie were where it was just pure turtle. And then we'd have these really annoying, boring subplots involving real pure people. Turtle. Look, I'm here to see Ninja Turtles. Ninja turtles, turtles, not all Michael the way Bay down. police scenes. Okay? Like, shut up. I don't give a I don't give a crap about the people. Show me more action. If That's it, if true. It, if the movie actually had a little bit more action, I can't believe I'm saying this. I, but if it had more action, I think it would have been more meritable, and I would have liked it a little bit more. I enjoyed that plane sequence. That I, was like, amazing. Like, and, and the way it crashed. And, and it kept going. It kept going the way you want it to. Where you're like, oh, the plane crashed, and all of a sudden they're floating on the river. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then like, and then going. and then exactly. the tank comes out of the out of the river, and you're like, oh right, if you're gonna do it, do it. You know, like like if you're gonna do it, man, go for it. There was Get that rhino man in that tank, firing at the turtles in slow motion. The the scene from the 2014 movie where they're in the Alps or whatever that was, <laughs> upstate <laughs> what, New York, whatever that was. <laughs> that the, the waterfall scene, I feel like mirrors that scene. It, it's almost yeah, except like, it's good. Yeah, it, it just kept going. Um, also, the the, the cap on that scene of them going over the the fall and the four shells. It's a kids movie. It used to be like it's one of those like it's not for me. Like like it wasn't made for me, and that that is okay. I think Corey, I think, I think you hit on something, which is maybe we shouldn't like this at all <laughs> as a concept. Something, yeah, something something I realized. I was, <laughs> As we were watching these movies, when I was a kid, I didn't really think about it. I just, I saw turtles, I saw weapons, I saw ninjas. And I was like, this is badass. This, yeah. is, this is everything I want. Yeah. Now, watching all three of these very different movies, every mm-hmm. single one of them was 
that is true. Very different movie. I don't know that we'll but, ever have a day like this again where we're gonna see something that's all the same thing. But so, so vastly but different. But the yeah. one the one theme that was in every single one of those movies is that they are not a team. And I want to see. And I'm, I'm trying to think if I've. That's seen like it. every team movie, though. That's the right. secret of but every like, team movie. I don't, I don't, Name me an Avengers movie where they're a team. But I don't. I don't want that. I wanna. I wanna see what happens once they are a team. Maybe. Maybe the Venus character introduces they're a team and they on that terrible team. Boy, show. nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Nothing like objectifying the female character by naming her an object of art <laughs> instead of an artist. <laughs> They went with the most recognizable name possible. What, Frida Kahlo is taking? <laughs> oh my god, if they rename her as Frida, I'd be so down. <laughs> That'd be interesting. The idea of Ninja Turtles as a kid was amazing. Now, there's there's no substance to it. It seems like they don't know what to do with it. There They've was got... never any substance right. to it. No, right. it, well, it was never, it was, it was there an was, anomaly. There was enough for ten seasons, but I don't, <laughs> I, don't I don't know where the fuck they went for Unbelievable. ten seasons. Unconscionable. That <laughs> was for ten years. I mean, if they were all as good as what we saw of the first episode of that series. <laughs> Let's never speak of it again. <laughs> oh, it's fantastic. I of all watch... the things we watched tonight. The half of the first episode of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon From was incredible. That did have incredible. me laughing the hardest. The I man do... that suspiciously looks like Dr. Light told me that the cuts in a wall could have only been made with a samurai sword. That explained to me that a rope clearly was left by a ninja because the rope said Japan. Ma- yeah, not made in, just Japan. Not woven in. It was a piece of paper that said Japan they had stitched into the I, rope. I do wonder if we went back and watched a few episodes, which I know we're not going to do. Let's just keep that out of wonder. But if we, went, if we went back and watched a few episodes and then compared it to the movie, because I noticed just the opening of that first episode mirrored the beginning of that movie from 1990. Boy, I tell you what, people complain about seeing Batman's origin on film too much. Uh, you've seen the Ninja Turtles origin depicted more times than any other origin. <laughs> now, the, yeah. I'd, I'd say the origin from the cartoon is the worst. Oh, oh that kid has turtles and it just falls? So the, the turtles and uh, Master Splinter, who's a human, live in a sewer together. Only in this or in the only cartoon. In, only in the cartoon. And he's just hanging out with his turtles one day. And he looks over, and the turtles just so happen to be playing in purple slime. So he walks over and goes to pick them up, and because he has touched them, they turn into humans. Yeah. Apparently, this purple slime turns anything or turns you into the last thing you've touched. Mm-hmm. So he touches them; they turn into humans. Mm-hmm. He then turns into rats, or turns into a rat, because apparently because... he had been touching rats after. But that doesn't he make sense. Yeah, exactly. He literally just had turtles in his hand. He's, he's holding <laughs> turtles, and then he turns into a rat. Because at some point, he had played with a rat. Maybe the rat was in his pocket. <laughs> hey, hold on a second. The turtles turn into people, and he turns into a rat. Why do they turn back into turtles? Why doesn't the rat turn into a person? This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I'm going to ask Tyler Perry's Baxter Stockman. Oh, man. He will explain it. I And I think he is fantastic in Gone Girl as oh, the yes. lawyer. Yeah. He is so good in Gone Girl. I don't know what he was doing. I mean, he clearly wanted to do it. I feel like he's got to be, like, a Turtle fan. And you don't take that role to do... I, like, he doesn't need the money. You know, like, 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 like you know, he, you know he's got to be doing it because he's like, well, this will be fun, and, you know, if there's a sequel, I get to come back as the Fly Man because he's the Fly Man, right? Yeah. Baxter Stockman comes like a Fly Man. Yeah. 
like how the uh, ninjas in The Foot in the 1990 movie all look like they had fly masks on their heads? Yeah, like yeah. Do you think it was a subtle inclination that Baxter Stockman was around? Mm. <laughs> Do you think it was a, a, a hint? Wonder. Actually, a, a deleted post credit sequence maybe? Tyler Perry presents Baxter Stockman. On the I would who? totally watch a Tyler Perry directed Baxter Stockman movie. <laughs> who is the uh, villain in the third movie? I can't remember. It's it's a they go back in time. It's the plot of Last Samurai, but with turtles. It's about the it's about the westerners selling guns to the dying um, feudal er, in the dying feudal era, and how mechanization is going to kill the samurai. The only thing I remember uh, about so that we movie. were at the end of the Edda, the beginning of the yeah, Meiji, yeah. yeah. I like how you used real history, and I was like, you know, Last Samurai of Tom Cruise, it's like that, everything, but with Ninja Turtles. Everything I know about that period comes from Roni Kenshin. So. That's all right. Everything, everything <laughs> I know about biology, I learned from the X Files. So I think we're all on the as equal long as footing you didn't here. Learn your science from Ninja Turtles. You might want to steer away from this because if we stay on the tech and science, air quotes, I'm gonna rant. I kind of want to hear it. I, I kind of want to hear it. You know what? Yeah, you know. Now Corey. All right. How do you know about the science? Fuck. Do you hack an iPad with a Bluetooth watch, which also science. somehow only has a three foot range? How come your download isn't able to be partially completed because the iPad mysteriously gets taken? Sorry, away? I, okay, wait, one thing. We 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 will forgive it for 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 we will give it for the cardinal sins of all movies, and in every movie ever, a download doesn't work unless it's complete. I know it's stupid; it doesn't make any sense, but that's all movies. Okay, they didn't invent that trope. Uh, what I'm more impressed with is the fact that the three feet away pisses you off. The partial download pisses no, no, you no, off. No, no, no. The fact done. that it was a magical Tony Stark bro. hologram watch. Bro, bro, <laughs> no, no, no. That, bro, I got not I'll give to Hollywood. Mentioned. I'll give to Hollywood because the audience needs to see what's going on. Okay. Yeah, I'll say this. I think but, Hollywood gets a blanket exception for heads up displays. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm never going to think on that. I don't expect. Also, for the free feed, free feed thing, that that Wi-Fi router out there doesn't even make it to the bathroom. So, I, you know, hey. Okay, but you may want to do router. So, yeah, I definitely need router. If this iPad is, you know, so. So vital and secure that you know this guy has to take it away from the table because it might get hacked okay which is why she oh is that know, what that guy did yeah that, that was why why he did that? oh no the security risk someone might try to hack your ipad i'm gonna take it away from you for now and just get it later no. okay so that was a risk so oh your bluetooth's turned off your hack just failed now when i see this watch and like okay you gotta go hack just get within three feet there no. is actually yeah. a way to copy code from a cpu if you can detect the em field produced by it you can actually replicate the clicking of the transistors i am not making this up this is an actual electronic warfare. Okay, if you get the watch really close to it, and it'll listen to the CPU, and you'll somehow pull the emails out of the CPU. Well, somebody get Paramount on the phone right for, now. But no, for, any, for anyone not there. Not even this remotely feasible real-world attack is occurring. But Instead, there. a little Bluetooth icon, complete with a better animated Michelangelo face or whatever. I possible. regret everything. For any, they're, for ninja, anyone, they're Ninja Turtles. For anyone curious, we are... Six minutes into the movie so far, so <laughs> buckle not, up. Yeah, we're, 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 we're at the beginning of this movie. This literally, and like the second scene of the movie. <laughs> anyway, she ends up getting the data. Cool. It's I on can't her wait watch, to hear right? his problems with Crane's world. <laughs> no, the data's not on her watch. She's looking on her phone, and she's going through it, and there's just literally this picture of all these The watch workers. is connected to the phone. Don't you want an Apple watch? Don't you know how things work? Hold on just a second, because if the phone wasn't doing the hack, then the data was still on the watch. B, the data self-destructs. Eh, oh, maybe I can see, but you have a copy on the fucking watch. We don't know that Donatello. The, the, we don't. Know, for all we know, the watch is connected to Donatello back in Turtle. You're gonna have high class <laughs> adversaries' data, and you're not gonna like, like to the turtle lair. Upload that and encrypt that shit. They're working no. with, with no. spare parts of the sword, Corey. They're poor. Gonna... This is about the working man. 
Well, the working man is some really advanced. Donatello built that watch in a cave out of scraps. <laughs> on, on this topic, though, that is something that I really enjoyed about uh, Out of the Shadows is all the tech and gadgets they used. What tech? tech? There's no <laughs> fucking tech. It's all imaginary. Right. This might as well have been him pointing a wand and using a Harry <laughs> Potter curse to get the data. Oh, it's a how cool would that show. be? <laughs> so moving on from the watch. Data extraction. <laughs> well, I see, it works just as well. Why fias repeatus. Plutificus. It was PS and putus. Like, I, I don't even know. Oh, now I need this film. <laughs> oh, God. So, okay. Where's my well, hacker's they, Harry Potter film? Where they raid the police headquarters and right. the, the, what, the Falcon, is that his name? The Falcon? The, the, he has the key to the city. Mr. Yeah. Will like, Arnett. Will Arnett. The, I, the Falcon. Ver, is his Vern the name of the cameraman? No, but he, the... he goes by the Falcon. Apparently. Yeah, that's like his nickname. He was blowing the air. He puts air into bags and sells it. He has to go into the uh, into the police headquarters to create a diversion right. so that the team can go in and steal the purple goo. All and then the little animated, you know, Ninja Turtle sprite pops up. Like, oh yeah, I've got a really invasive, you know, I'm going to try to take over your network well, or like something. like in Batman v Superman where Lex Luthor made the logos for the Flash, Aquaman, Cyborg, and Wonder Woman? Yes. Yeah, okay, so but what, if this is the hacking device, why did you put a freaking sprite on the outside of it? A bright glowing screen so everybody can see. Oh yeah, clearly this oh, unauthorized no, no, no. device no, is no, operated no. by the no, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. No one knows about the turtles yet. No, no, but but why are they well, putting their face no. on their flat No, 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 hold on, hold on. I'm going to defend this one. That I will take that as a character like motivation. Yeah, because they're arrogant, shitty teenagers. Mm-hmm. So yep. I totally buy Donatello would do that just to make himself laugh. Okay. Yep, that's yeah, I'm gonna buy that. that. But let me ask you this, David. And After he puts the oh, but, but, stick, but allow me to retort. <laughs> no, no, no. I understand. This Moving goes on. Deeper. You wanted to hear the rant. You started this. <laughs> you he puts this. this flash drive in and keeps yeah. chatting it up using his similar size to create a diversion. Everybody gets through security. Yeah, yeah. Well, and things go terribly awry. I'm missing this because as soon as I see this flash drive install, I'm like, okay, this is something they're going to use to hack. Okay. Yeah. What security cameras? Exactly. Do they hack? No, the uh, was it the access or... control for their badges? Yes. Badges. Oh, yes, yes, uploading yes. her credentials. Her credentials to be passed into one police plaza. Okay, so I, fun fact, that's not actually how authentication works. No, but, I mean, no point of but order. We're in, all movies, in all movies, that is how they always work. That happens in every Mission Impossible movie, every James Bond movie. That happens in every spy movie they ever. Can't, they can't show you how it actually works. Uh, there is a man actually... on a laptop... In a dark room with flashlights on his glasses, <laughs> every time in an taking someone's photo ID and digitally uploading it somewhere else. Yes, I know that's not how it I even know. works. I feel like that, that has is happened in, in literally every Mission Impossible movie it, it's, at, it, at least once. I still like, think like, that, that, that one scene from Mission Impossible when he's hacking the ele- hacking the laptop on top of the elevator. Oh, in the first one, yeah, uh, Estevez. Yeah, and he, you know, he, he, I guess he can't hack it in time or what? Well, uh, uh, spoilers, John Voight sabotaged it. Okay. That's Jim a, Phelps that, that's needs right, them all that's dead. Right. Yeah, yeah. Get For it some together, reason, that scene always stick out to me. Yeah, so in reality, there's a server off-site and uploads are for, in the form of requests, and basically they'd have to wait for several I, business I days like to get that it. fucking fake ID in. But even if he hacked You are server, very confident in the New York Police Department's security. Access control. 
Would for you? the New York to police. Wait, are you telling me that your argument is this doesn't make sense? The police department wouldn't be incompetent. Would you want to watch that? Well, movie? would would you want to watch them wait for seven days to get into that building? Why don't you just show I them how? I think he would. Value <laughs> authenticity. So we're gonna you know, do. Mr. Robot goes to the we're effort do of hacking the offsite server. Why can't this move? Oh, it's an action movie. So why are you showing me the hack? Yeah, that's not the hell you. All right, we're gonna die, get huh? a live action <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles series about Donatello. And it's going to be one whole season of waiting for the access code. Yeah. Hackerman. <laughs> Hackerman. I'm social engineering man. Mis- Mr. Turtle. <laughs> Christian, <laughs> Christian Slater's talking to Donatello. Maybe he's real. Maybe he's not. That's his origin movie <laughs> Maybe right he's there. in prison. Maybe he isn't. Who knows? Okay. So, yeah. I would watch, by the way, I would watch Rami Malek play a turtle. But Just throwing that out there. I, actually, I think he would make an excellent Donatello. Wasn't, wasn't Johnny, <laughs> Johnny Knoxville was Leonardo in the in the first in the 2014 one? Yeah, and that that change was a little weird. And I think he was. Time. I think he was just the voice. I don't think he was the motep. Yeah, guy. I think he was just the voice. Uh, okay, we're leaving the computers. I just want to talk about oh, this purple the tubes. goo. The purple goo. The tubes. The purple goo is really important because the purple goo. Stockman's uh, tube tech. It appears to modify you, kind of like you were talking about earlier. The same purple. It, it's, I believe it's a. It's meant to be that good. Okay, so yeah, this doesn't make sense because when the turtles have their small sample, uh-huh. and they're going to use it to track the ionization or whatever. Are they going to track the, the uh, isotopes? According to them, it has. According to Donatello, it is a unique isotope that is trackable. Cool. So Which, that's cool that they have that tech. I'm not going to dive into that. going to dive into this. He literally squirts the stuff on his hand, and momentarily he has a human-like hand. Yeah. Cool. So, and we see earlier that this rhino and warthog, you know, they get exposed to this stuff, and they transform from humans into these They get animals. injected yeah. into the bloodstream at a higher dosage. Okay. They, Science! They, <laughs> so, they get injected. Donatello puts, like, a drop. On his skin. Yeah. Okay, but here's the thing. These guys had a bigger dose, sure. It was synthesized, In sure. the bloodstream. But the, the yeah, thing and that synthesized. Were, the, thing that, the thing that the turtles were working with is the same synthesized container. Science. <laughs> Real science. And his hand goes back to normal in like two seconds. And I'm just like, hold on. How much yeah. of this shit do you need? Because it looks like... Because it's just... a topical ointment now. But yeah, no, because yeah, Baxter Stockman, if you recall, with his tube technology, like... Like synthesize it into something that would be a permanent mutation. God, he didn't even have to look at a computer. He just stuck it right in. Yeah, he he was took the sample from. He's the been alien. waiting for this moment his whole life. His day of he, reckoning. He just puts it. It fits right into this perfect slot for this alien tech. It, it immediately gets to work. To be fair, though, he already has the alien tech and other things. He's the one who has the teleporter to get to Dimension yeah, X. He's so he's familiar with, with their tech. He's been working with Krang since before the movie. Cool. So exactly. he had the specs for this genetic modifying formula thing. Yeah, the way he had the specs for the teleporter to another dimension. He actually had the teleporter, though. This is the first time yeah, he's he seen built this it. that we know of. He's seen this vial, but maybe that's just standard issue vials in Dimension X. You know? It's like it's like a 12-ounce aluminum can. They're all stackable. Just Corey, it doesn't matter if Pepsi or Coke make them. Corey, my butter dish fits all butters. I don't know what <laughs> How is he able to synthesize it when he hadn't even analyzed it? There's the machine science. Great basic science. Not even... Not even the machine, the real machine, science, just the machine at least look analyzed at it, it and say, synthesized it. That's what the yellow liquid was G- for. Have, have some gifs of DNA GIFs. spinning on this fucking. Yeah. <laughs> GIFs. I don't know if scientists Why? use gifs for actual science. All I'm asking is that you GIFs. show me that you're analyzing the freaking DNA modification <laughs> before did, you. Make... The yellow, the yellow liquid. No, yellow liquid turned purple. Purple goes spray. No, so, no, no, 
the purple. No, 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 no. Point of order. The purple liquid went into the tube, and the yellow liquid went into the other tube. They went to mix together. And they met. Stayed purple. And then they met, and that's where babies come well, the, from. The, the yellow was the glow stick part. That's why the purple started glowing. See? That's where glow sticks are. Brian right. knows there how to science. some <laughs> science going on here. Oh, lots of science. Corey, I would argue there's lots of science going on. No. I will say to your point about so, If you uh, added baking soda to any of that, you could have made a volcano. That's true. Uh, <laughs> but then unfortunately the volcano would have turned into a maker because it was the last thing it touched. <laughs> I, I agree with you that, um, and this bugs me, and in, 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 it's not in like every movie, enough that I'd call it a trope, but it's in enough movies that it's, it's a kind of sub-trope, which is the ease of transformation. It, it always bugs me that like when in a werewolf movie, like I, it always bugs me in like the underworld movies, how easily they turn back and forth. Like, I want my transformations to be like American Werewolf in London. Great, and this is a children's film, so I don't need to be like that violent. But I'd like to get the sense that bones are changing. And I think that's the big thing is, does it feel like your skeletal structure is changing? You know, like, I feel like the, the Marvel movies do an okay job with the Hulk. It's painful, but it's not like disturbing. You know, um, and, but this was, it's that easy, it reminds me of like X-Men The Last Stand where Beast walks up to the kid, to, to the kid who can take powers away and the fur just disappears painlessly on Beast mm. and he's like, oh, that's weird. And then he walks away and the fur comes back and yeah. his claws grow and you're like, shouldn't that hurt? No, I, I And like I did think that about this. His tail like, just make, pops out with a little Pop. sound. It was, it was a this little. This movie was sound effect rich. <laughs> it was a little weird with, uh. J during the whole transformation, where they looked at just, each other's junk, they're, they're just like <laughs> that they're, happened. They're, they're just like giggling about it, like they're having fun transforming. <laughs> yeah, bro. And then I... the on, on that point, it is like their their clothes, their jewelry, everything scaled up with them. So we've talked a lot about the tech. We haven't talked I... about how Stephen Amell managed to make uh, rollerblades out of the. Uh, Wheels of a chair. It's a little confusing. <laughs> and then Which is found... weird because he's just in rollerblades after that. They don't even try and make it look yeah. like they're taped. <laughs> and then at some point finds uh, the well-known in construction hockey pipe. Yeah. It's really, it's way more clunky. I would wait, I would rather have him ran into the scene with rollerblades, like just strut over his, his neck and like a hockey stick and like, I'm ready. And the turtles are like, whatever, man. And then surprise, he's like really good with them. Yeah. I actually would have way preferred that. And I feel like that's the better move in the movie, right? Like, like something I do like about the 90s movie is that Casey Jones is just out there and they're like, is that a cricket bat? And he's like, hell yeah, it is. It, you know, like, yeah. like I'm, I'm into this. That was so confusing because you see he gets this office chair, which has, you know, three to five wheels on the bottom, depending on what kind of chair, right? And then, yeah. and then you see him pull up this duct tape. Where did he get that from? I don't know. Whatever. We're he just MacGyver's a set of rollerblades. And, and then all of a sudden he has actual rollerblades of four wheels on each side. Yeah. There's no duct tape. There's no logic. No, he's just wearing rollerblades with his wheel? jeans tucked into them. Might I, I add? They don't even, like, drape on, them. Honestly, the easiest way to fix it, he's in a parking garage. Just have roller skates in the back of a car. That he's standing next to. Yeah, just reach yeah, in, grab anything. It's like anything. And luckily, they can't. Like there's and so many is, fucking ways in, other than in other parts of the movie they do this. Like yes, the clothes stay on, but like at least they made it easy with Bebop and Rocksteady. They're just already dressed like that. Yeah. They don't become Bebop and Rocksteady creatures and go. And now we should dress weird. Yeah. You know, they're like already like yeah, this is what we like to do. I like a purple mohawk and I like purple weird '80s visors and. And I like uh, vests. I like leather vests with no shirts. We're just already on that page yeah. together. We're best friends, which I loved. I love that they were best friends. <laughs> My man. My, My man. man. Uh, what we see is like, he goes, speak your honest truth, man. And I'm like, oh, they're so supportive of each other. Out of all three movies we watched today, they were the best villains. They never really said, like, we're going to pay you to kill the turtles. 
No, they're like, like hey, you want to kill the turtles? And they're like, absolutely, we would. Sure, fuck them. Oh, my God. <laughs> they're pretty good at their job. I mean, the whole plane sequence ends with them walking they did away win. with the park. They won. Yeah. yeah. They're, they they're... defeated the turtles. Yeah. Like, that's To be fair, they had a tank. Yeah. <laughs> and they used it. And they won. They really yeah. used it. They yeah, used they it brought a the tank. Plane. Stupid turtle motherfuckers brought knives to a tank fight. <laughs> <laughs> and that's something about all three of the movies. They have these weapons, and they don't. Use them. I think in right. the in the, in, the like in, them around, but... in Out of the Shadows, I thought they used them pretty effectively. Mm-hmm. But I think Out of the Shadows helps because it's there's while there's some ninja fighting, some foot clan fighting, they're mostly fighting like robot pieces and big mechs, and so they get to actually use their weapons. I think you know? the 2014 movie was almost nothing but foot clan, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. It's like Foot Clan, Foot Clan, and then you and the get Foot Clan tran- had like guns, didn't they? Yeah, and then you get Transformer Shredder. Well, it's like the Wolverine problem, which is you have these movies that are essentially for like people of all ages, but it, the, your main character has vicious stabbing claws on his hands, and you're like, okay, well, how do we do this and not have it be like horrific? And the turtles have the same problem, which is two of them have viciously sharp weapons that are meant to slice and stab and decapitate and disempower. You would, you would have Deadpool 2 levels yeah. of violence. And the other two have bludgeoning weapons. weapons that are meant yeah. to like break bones and the, like render people blind gosh, or unconscious. Gosh. Yeah. The only real workaround would be to put in some kind of code where they don't kill and give yeah. them wooden weapons. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I didn't like love it. I give it, I guess, four shells because I can't think of a better turtle movie. Yeah. That went from being one of my least favorite to probably my favorite. I don't know what else a, the a, a Ninja Turtles movie should I, be. I don't know. I don't think I want anything out of it because I don't I, care. <laughs> I want to say that I want to watch uh, Ninja Turtles two out of out Secret of the Secret Views. Go Ninja. I, I kind of want to watch go. it, but I, I think I'm also Ninja Turtled out. Yeah, I'm. I, I don't, I'm good on Ninja Turtles for quite a while. Yeah. I think as long as you have kids, there's going to be a market for characters that are cartoony and fun with mm-hmm. weapons fighting like ninjas. Well said. There are kids being born every day. Do you teach a marketing class I can take? <laughs> and as long as there's kids, ninjas are selling. It's weird, though, because other stuff has definitely fallen, by the way. So, like, I'm not seeing the Battletoads reboot. I'm still waiting for my Bucky O'Hare reboot. No, the Battle to be to- fair, we are getting a new Battletoads yeah. game. I wasn't actually serious. I don't want Battletoads. Sure? <laughs> yes. They just announced it at E3. Yeah, there is a, there is a new wow, Battletoads game. Wow, they thought that game. was a big enough deal to take to E3, huh? I think I'm the excited. better analogy would have been we're not getting, you know, a new Street Sharks. Have you ever seen that Vin Diesel video of him advertising Street Sharks? Yeah. Oh, it's so great. <laughs> He's real into it. As well he should be. They're fun. <laughs> they they have an attitude and they rollerblade. They're, they're awesome. Yep. <laughs> totally Jossum. Please tell me that was the real thing. That what, was Jossum? Their, yeah, that, that was their tagline. Totally they said, Jossum. They're Jossum. In, instead of uh, Cowabunga, they had or, Jossum. Yeah. It does feel like this movie got like the monopoly on like all the good sayings. Yeah. Radical, tubular, Cowabunga. Yeah, if it was 1988. <laughs> I mean, it, it did. I still say radical. I mean, it's ironic. I don't feel like you but mean I, that. I, I, no. I'll like do it at work. Sometimes someone will say something, I'll go radical. It's <laughs> like <laughs> earlier tonight, I said Reaganomics. No. <laughs> Reaganomics. How did I miss that? Like all of America, you missed it. <laughs> all right. Brian, you saw a lot of turtles when you were younger, the most of us maybe. What are your thoughts? No, what are your no closing I, thoughts? I wish that I could revisit these movies in my childhood self, but yeah. I, it's not the same. You're a different man now. Yeah, it's, it's just not the same. I'm a street sharks man. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, a, I'm a biker man. mice from Mars kind of guy. What now. the fuck is that? You've never seen that? <laughs> You've never biker mice from, from Mars? Mars? There's biker mice from Mars and the tattoo teenagers from the planet Mars. Uh, 
What oh, is sorry, the second I'm sorry, thing I'm you sorry, said? Sorry. I think it's tattooed teenagers from Beverly Hills. Look it up. That sounds like a porn. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. What? It was, what? Uh, what? It was a mixture of like Power Rangers and weird. And nine oh two one oh. I had a I had a lunchbox for this fucking show, and I do not remember the show at all. But I looked it up, and it's real. Did your parents tattooed teenage alien fighters from yes. Beverly Hills? Yes. I had a lunchbox for that show. And I Did don't your parents think. get it at a garage sale? Uh, <laughs> this looks like porn. <laughs> Are you sure? 100% it's not porn. They it's look just... like wrestlers? Yeah. Yeah, and like uh, very skimpy spandex. I can't even begin to describe this photo. Masks that only have metal faces. That no. looks like luchador porn. <laughs> and then and then look up biker 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 mice from Mars God. biker mice from Mars. What am I gonna watch? Fuck! What is gonna be fucking what when I click on this? <laughs> Ugh, they look like the, they look like a spinoff of SWAT cats, the yeah. Radical I'm, Squadron. I'm, I'm, hey, you watch your mouth. I enjoyed they, that as a child. I swear there there was probably like a spinoff where there so, was like the, the mice together with the SWAT. Cats. I didn't say can, I enjoyed this. We could we could watch we, we we could talk about SWAT cats because I don't think we'll ever make an episode out of SWAT cats. <laughs> But I, I, I don't want to talk about I SWAT refuse. cats. I will <laughs> not watch SWAT cats. I like the idea that it's like, Never hey again. kids, do you like Top Gun and do you want more? <laughs> you but like Top Gun what if they and were cats? kitties? <laughs> <laughs> and cats was with a K and it was an acronym, right? Yes. I can oh, have spider solid. jet. Say yep. what? I can have spider jet. I can have spider jet. But what if it was a SWAT team of cats? That is weird that they were SWAT cats, but yeah. they were not a SWAT team, isn't it? Yeah. That was the weird part of that show for you. That's my it line. wasn't the fact that they basically fought Mumra. Why didn't they call Steve, it? Steve, every, every man has a line. Why well, wasn't it called? It's drawn top here, this far, no farther. Top Cat. Because Top Something. Cat was. I've seen Top Cat. Have you seen Top Cat? No, I don't know. What TC? That is. No. He, he was like Frank Sinatra with a bunch of cats yeah, who were like the Rat say. Pack, except they lived in an alley and they escaped the law every week. Yeah, so Top Cat was taken. Top right, cat so SWAT cat was an extra. SWAT cats, the radical squadron. No, biker mice from Mars looks. There was a play, uh, PlayStation Two game. Yeah. You both say that like you've played it. No. <laughs> <laughs> there was a re remake series in 2006. What? And I, I think I saw that, and the animation looked awful. Unlike the original. Yeah, the original was amazing. I don't know this, if anybody can hear This the looks glares. like those animated porn ads you see when you look for real porn. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. The guy on the right's doing something for me. He's got a metal... I'll just describe it for the audience. Um, he's got a metal cable, like Armin Cable, like the X-Man. He's got an eye patch. Um, and um, he's got an eight-pack. The guy he's on the far ripped. left looks like Brain from Pinky and the Brain. Steve's from, from my, assessment is correct. Angle, Wait, like why do they have antenna? Because they're from Mars. Try to keep up. Yeah. No, but no. the middle one's got a kind of weird 90s, uh, 2000s. I'm going to call it Paul Walker hair. Oh, my God. Like, into the blue era Paul Walker, which is, I'm sure, a reference everyone gets. It won many awards. They were treasure hunters, he and Jessica Alba. And they fought other treasure hunters. Because what I basically described it's basically is, Uncharted. Honestly, it's the kind of movie you would expect an Uncharted movie to be. Oh, it's that's... very much in the vein of like the first Laura Croft Tomb Raider movie with Angelina Jolie, where she fights a robot. That's right, and she's got those weird pistol belt things. She's, she's got just... like that backpack full of clips that just yeah, like, yeah. Down. Like, yeah, that, like drops yeah, 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 yeah. Down. Hollywood's long history of trying to make holding two guns at the same time practical, when in reality it's not. Do not a Kimbo shame. extra arm. You need two extra arms to make that work. What oh, if I duct that's why they're Martians. What if what if I duct tape two guns together? 
That's silly. Why would you do that? A super gun? It worked it in it worked in James Cameron's Aliens, sir. That's because it's faster just to switch which side you're firing from than it is to reload. Plus, so I'll, why are you I'll, asking I'll me why you. it wouldn't work, I will remind you that that's not two guns. That's a fucking flamethrower and an assault rifle. It shoots flames. I think it's called a smart rifle. I shoot fire bullets. <laughs> and Ripley changes how shoots she bullets fires. made of streaming fire. Based off what she's doing. Final thoughts. Um, I think we've kind of covered toodles. So, uh, you know, I, uh, a lot of podcasts do this. I want to throw this out there. Does anyone want to do a do a what they've been experiencing recently? What they've been watching, reading, playing that they want to recommend over perhaps since the Ninja Turtles didn't really pan out, and maybe two of us would say, "Yeah, go watch that Michael Bay produced sequel," well, maybe, which is a weird sentence yeah. to say out loud. But no, I would. Uh, I guess the one thing to bring up right now that I know I'm looking forward to. I know you are. Mm-hmm. I know you. Probably everybody here that has a PS4, Spider-Man comes out in oh, like a about week. a week and a half. Oh, I hear he does whatever uh, a spider can. It looks great. Even yeah. some of the trailers that have come out now have really have a really great tone. And if, uh, like J. Joe and Jameson doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Is it J.K. Bo- Simmons? Uh, no. Hard pass. Yeah. Brian, what do you, what do you recommend? <laughs> uh, honestly, I've been kind of staying away from a lot of movies and TV lately. And saying no to drugs. Yeah, I've been saying no to saying drugs. No to um, drugs, yes to pizza. I've been living life going outside. The only show I've really watched Overrated. recently is uh, Castle Rock. I like it. But You're I like don't. a weird Dark Tower guy, though, are you? Yeah, yeah okay. Like, it's, it's, it's <laughs> that a good, film. It's a good show so far, and I didn't realize going into it because I don't know a lot about Stephen King. I assumed it was just another Stephen King movie. Or, I'm sorry, Stephen King book. Right, right, right. right, right. Uh, but it's not. It's a series loosely based on characters and ideas from his yeah, mythos yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, and it's it's good. It, We're the Stephen King cinematic it, universe. Kind of. Yeah, it is. It's, <laughs> yeah, um, that's the thing. It's not done yet. So far, it's been awesome. It's a little slow, but got renewed, right? I believe, I believe so. Yeah, it's already right. greenlit for season two. <clears throat> but so far, I like it more than most shows I've seen recently. So I, if I if I had to recommend a show, I guess it'd be yeah. that. And we're recording this, uh, we don't know when this is going to come out, so if Spider-Man or Castle Rock turn out to be awful, uh, we're sorry. Yeah, uh, I apologize. <laughs> Corey? I won't be looking forward to uh, that Forsaken expansion coming soon. Other than uh, that. Destiny 2. It's uh, the World of Warcraft expansion. Oh, I thought you meant Destiny the- 2 is getting the Battle for Azeroth Legion Crusade. To be fair, uh, be uh, the Horde Forsaken basically is the expansion. <laughs> I, thought you were, I thought you were talking about Forsaken, like the 1994 N64 game. That they just re-released I know, on Steam. I'm so excited I'm about that one. <laughs> I did not know that was a thing. They re-released it on Steam, and I thought maybe they were doing an expansion like they did for Age of Empires. No, that would be neat. But anyway, can we get some hexen? <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> like hexen, like H A X A N. No, hexen, H E X E N. Oh my oh. god, I would buy that in a heartbeat. Yep. Oh, legally distinct, I see. <laughs> oh, very good. Um, uh, it made me think. It, it came to mind. I'm going to try and link it to the Turtle movies tangentially. In the 1990 Turtle movies, is it Raphael who's doing impressions? Yeah, uh, no, it was Mikey. Mikey. So Mikey was doing impressions of uh, famous celebrities quite poorly. And so he does uh, Sylvester Stallone from Rocky, and then he tries to do uh, James Cagney. Uh, and he tries to do the You Dirty Rat, but he doesn't sound anything like James Cagney. Um, and it occurred to me, so about a week ago, I watched a James Cagney film. Um, James Cagney was known for his gangster films, uh, mm-hmm. uh, working, for, working with Warner Brothers. Um, but I watched a uh, one that doesn't seem like it's in the conversation a lot called The Roaring Twenties. I thought it was fantastic because what it's a period piece. So I think it's made, I don't remember the exact years made out, but it takes place like 20 years prior in the Depression. And it's about him from like as a kid growing up and 
you know, kind of your classic answer tale, like rags to riches through corruption and the toll it takes on your life. But I just thought it was exceptionally well made, very compelling. And and while James Cagney has a tendency to, to be very, like, someone that can be parodied, someone that can be imitated, I found him cr- incredibly compelling. And I thought it was this fantastic little movie. You can, like, rent it on, like, Amazon or iTunes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's, it might be on some streaming services. One of those movies that wouldn't shock me if it's on, like, Filmstruck or TCM or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to recommend uh, The Roaring Twenties, uh, starring James Cagney, because I'm an old man. And, man, uh, that was a much classier recommendation I'm than an old, anyone old man. Oh, I was playing a video games, Amazon, time, video games. Uh, That's Corey's like, Corey's like, I'll just change mine to uh, a Magritte painting. <laughs> <laughs> La Fise de Home is coming. excellent. What I said five seconds ago. I'm it truly shows man's succumbing to capitalism. Check it out, La Fise de Home. I would like by to. Magritte. I would like to change mine to man getting hit by football. <laughs> Guys, I'd like to talk to you about a book I've been reading. The good book. Is that anyway related to Pop on Pop, correct? <laughs> There's many great Dostoevsky works. I've read them all, obviously. But I'd like to recommend one. No. Um, no. No one here is that classy. No. no. All right. So check out Spider-Man, Castle Rock, Destiny 2 expansion called Forsaken. Everybody already knows about that. Of course. I, I'm not giving them free marketing. Then why'd you recommend it? <laughs> I just said that's what I was going to be playing. We don't know when this is airing again, so... Yeah, um, these all things can be terrible. The only sure bet is mine, The Roaring Twenties, which I unequivocally know is a good movie because it's over and it's been out for nearly 100 years. <laughs> Go watch it, everybody. <laughs> I've been David. And I've been Corey. I've been Brian. That's your name. <laughs> I was once known as Steve. <laughs> well, I was Steve, but I, the last bit of touch was a turtle. Radical, so. <laughs> radical, radical. You've been listening to Caddy Wampus. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Tumblr at Caddy Wampus Pod. Email us at caddywampuspodcast at gmail.com. Music by Tilly. <laughs> <laughs>